Hey, what's up, you guys? Thank you so much for tuning in to Sincerely Lee and Ray. I'm LaDere Creel. I'm Aaliyah. And today we're going to be talking about the art of letting go, moving on, and new beginnings. Mmm, sensei. So, the first thing we're going to do, we have, like, different pieces that we want to talk about. We're going to talk about friendships, mm. relationships, mm. work, and mm. family. Mm. And the first one we're going to talk about, I think we should talk about... What about your friends? <laughs> okay. Um, I want to start off this segment. Start it off then. <laughs> by saying, as we get older, a lot of our friendships aren't going to be the same. Mm-hmm. And you're going to have to make that decision to either choose yourself or choose your friendship. Woo! I'm choosing. And it's literally, I woke up one day and I said to myself, "There's no beef." Or love lost, but this friendship is over. Because I was tired of being the glue in a lot of my friendships. I was tired of being the support when it wasn't reciprocated. And I knew I wanted peace more than anything else. And don't get me wrong, I still care about them and I love our memories, but I'm no longer attached or desire that bond from them. And I feel like people get so upset when you don't want to be their friend anymore. But the one thing I can say I know about me is y'all can never say I was a bad friend to you. Mm. You can never say I talked down to you or on you. And even still today, I root for y'all's success. And that's just that on that. So you can say what you want to say about me. Feel how you want to feel. That's your problem. But I've moved on from that situation because trust and believe one thing about me is I can air that motherfucker the fuck out. Oh, well, we started the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> that's all I'm going to say on that. Oh, friendships, art of letting go, moving on, new beginnings. I am a cutter offer. You guys know this. I've said this time and time again. (laughs) I have no problem cutting off any man, woman, or child. Moving on, mm, over the years, I have started to hold grudges. But um, through Christ, I've learned that you have to forgive the person You just don't have to have them back in your life. And it's okay to forgive them because you're not forgiving them for yourself. I mean, for them, you're actually forgiving them for yourself. You can let go of that baggage, that negative energy, those negative thoughts. So I'm working. I've actually been working really well on the moving on part. Um, The new beginnings, I I am now becoming open to new friendships. So back in the day, I used to be no new friends. Who is this person? She can't have no new friends. Oh, wow. I that. am shocked. He's brought so many new people into my <laughs> life in the past year. He's had so many new friends. And you know what I do to those girls and those guys? I speak to them. I say hello. I ask them about their day. But I think now when I say I'm open to new friendships, really I'm open to new relationships. So I'm open to new associates. I'm open to new colleagues. I'm open to new um, business associates. I'm open to that. But friends, I'm open um, but I'm definitely using the word friend, not, I'm definitely not using it loosely anymore. Um, if I consider you my friend, that means basically like I'm going to ride and die for you and this, that, and the third. So I think I've, you know, through the art of letting, letting go and moving on, I've learned what I want in friends. And so I can say that I'm open to new friendships. Just know that it's going to take a long time for me to consider you my friend. We might be friendly. And I'm very friendly with people, 
Um, because I used to really be mean. Like I used to be like, I don't like your friend. I'm not gonna talk to your friend. Who is this person? I hate them. Especially if I see you getting close to them, then I be getting jealous. But I'm not like that no more. Y'all grew up. So now it's like, uh, I'm open to new. I'm open to new relationships, and I'm open to being friendly um, with new people because you never know who you're gonna meet and who God put in your life to take you to the next place. So I can't say, oh, I don't want no new friends. I got all the friends I need. When really it's like, no, I'm open to new relationships. And if a friendship comes from that relationship, I'm open to the idea. But I have all of my eyes on you and I wear glasses. So I got all four of my (laughs) eyes on you. And on my other friends, our friendships, I feel like, are definitely going through a new beginning because I'm changing. So like Ray said, my friendships are gonna change because I'm changing, I'm being more strict about my boundaries. And so my friendships are changing where some of my friendships are getting even stronger and other ones are getting a little weaker. And that's okay, it doesn't make them any less of my friend. It's just changing the dynamics of what our friendship looks like and I'm making sure that whatever I want our friendship to be, that I'm comfortable with that. Because uh, I think I said this in another podcast, like I want, the people that I call my friends, they need to be able to be my tribe when I start having children. And I want my children to, I want to feel comfortable with my children being around my friends. I can't have a friend if I feel like I can't have them around my child, then that's not my friend, is the way I'm looking at friendships now. Like I'm thinking about the next level or you know, friends around my husband. Not about trusting them around my husband, but being comfortable that they can say, they can be, they can be around my husband, say anything to my husband, and we're all gonna we're all gonna mesh. Not they don't need to be friends with them, but we need to be in a you know a calm, open space where everybody's comfortable. So I'm just looking at what what does the next level of friendship look like with where I want to go in life, business, right. all of that. I think that is so important. Um, and I want to speak on the piece where you said uh, you used to be jealous when your friends had other friends. Yes, I was. I think a lot of people don't understand. Like A lot of people feel bad when they feel that way. And they try to catch themselves from feeling that way. And I want to say it's perfectly normal to feel that way. Because so I can go back to being jealous. You heard it here. Friends. Y'all, she still be mad when people be at my house. <laughs> Listen, I be trying to figure it out. Like, why am I at my house and there's someone there? Like, I don't, I'm not understanding. But no, I feel like. I don't care if I said I want to stay home. <laughs> like. People don't think of their friendships as a relationship. It is. And it is a relationship. You may not be having sex with your Please don't. Listen. Yeah. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> Listen, y'all be doing too much job friends. But no, your your friendship is a relationship mm-hmm. and I feel like because you're getting you have to get to know that person. Y'all y'all go out, it's not dates, but y'all go yeah. out, y'all get to learn each other and y'all have that special bond. So when you and your friends are no longer talking, you do go through a breakup. Yeah. And I feel like for me, I went through a breakup last year so mm-hmm. as with a friend and like don't get me wrong i don't hate her i still love her mm-hmm. like sometimes i miss her but Aww. i just feel like at some point in time you have to take a step back from those friendships and understand okay this person is probably better off without me and i'm probably better off without them and that's okay mm-hmm. and that's okay and like there's no beef on my part about anything and so i feel like people they do get jealous. Yeah. And as long as you're communicating to your friend how you feel about something or what's bothering you, like... I don't think you should be jealous of your friend. Don't though. be jealous of your friend. That's, the, that's worrisome. 
You need to go look in the mirror. That's a problem. If you're jealous of your friend, you really need to look in the mirror. But when you see your friend that's like, this is my friend. Like, I don't want nobody right. <laughs> taking my friend time away from me. That's okay. Just don't be a little stalkerish and crazy Please about it. Please don't be a stalker. And it's like. You better be glad he got a gate. <laughs> you have to be open to your friend having other friends. Yeah. Like, I have other friends. And he Aaliyah does. has other friends. But they understand that Aaliyah's Alvin and they're the chipmunks. <laughs> <laughs> vice versa. I am Michael. They are the brothers. The five. The four. <laughs> and so you go through those changes in the dynamics of your friendship because within me and Aaliyah's college friend group, we've gone through so many different dynamics. Mm-hmm. Like, I came in the group. Some people hated me. Some people I didn't, didn't. like him at first. <laughs> and then as the years change, the people who... Where I really cool with then, I don't talk to anymore. And it's just, it's just life. And Cause let me tell y'all what happened. <laughs> so I, but there it came and I was friends with this one girl. We were cool. Like we were like close, like in the friend, you know, it was like a group of five or whatever, group of six. I don't know, it was a lot it was of about us. Eight, nine, ten yeah, it was, a, but, but we were all close. Like it was like, even it was though it was crazy. big, it was a close, but I mean, they was fake. But anyways, anyways. So back to the story. So he took my close friend. Cause you know, if you got a big group of eight or nine, you're gonna have people that are a little closer. So he took her away from me. So I didn't like him because I'm I was at a different school. I had transferred schools and blah blah blah. And then later on, when we would start hanging out, he would be the only one that was consistent. So it was like, okay, we're gonna go do X, Y, and Z. Lederick was always there. Lederick was on time. Lederick was always there. Lederick would actually talk to people. So I was like, okay. So we started getting closer because at a point we started being the only ones that were actually on time, that would actually go to stuff, that would actually support the other person. And we weren't even close then, but that's how we ended up getting close because I would be doing stuff and I'd be like, oh, do you want to come? Or I would invite the whole group and Lederick would be the only one to come. Or Lederick would have something in his house and invite the whole group and I would be the only one to come. And even though we weren't close then, we just, we kept showing up for each other. And I think that's what made our bond so strong. We didn't bond off of not liking those other people. So I want to make that clear because any friendship that you create, it's off of not liking other people, it's gonna break. Because I had a friendship, well, what I thought was a friendship, but honestly, we just bonded because we didn't like the same person. And we didn't talk trash about the person, that's just how we bonded. And when you bond off of negative energy, and you never, like, address that, or never, like, or it never gets fixed, I don't think a friendship can work that's bonded off of negative energy. I just don't think so. And so because we bonded off of showing up for each other, that's what that's how we that's why we've always been so tight because we literally just supported each other and was always there for each other when we were barely even we wasn't we we didn't even have our own text group of just me and him we right. were still text in the group, in the group. <laughs> like that's like that's crazy having full blown conversations with each other but we never like texted just each other and i think we didn't start talking separately outside the group until you went to egypt yeah and that's when we got super super close Mm -hmm. and it's just crazy like you look back and you're like dang this it doesn't feel like a long time ago but that's a long time it's been seven years that is a long relationship this is the longest relationship i've ever been in And it's like, dang, seven years. Like, yeah. I, of course, like I have my core group of friends, and 
course, we've all gone through our own little thing. I don't think me and Aaliyah have ever fell out, ever got mad at each other. Mm-mm. Well, she's been mad at me before, but she won't say nothing. I know she'd be mad, and I just get yeah. on her nerves. <laughs> I just hate him so much. But, <laughs> it's just crazy how you look back and you see that. And that's part of letting go, moving on, and, and thinking about the new beginnings. Because that dynamic changed for a reason. Yeah. And I feel like that also, like, when you were talking about your work friends, that also leads into work because there's a lot of stuff. Yeah. That I know I need to let go of, move on from, and look forward to when it comes to And he has a lot of stuff coming up, y'all. Like, (gasps) with work, his career is totally changing. But it's changing for the better. Like, it's not changing for the worse. And I think... And I'm speaking for him, but I think his love is always going to be for children. He's just going to be able to move in a way that better suits his spirit and still is able for him to be connected with yes. children. Because his work life, Ooh, listen, when I call him, I'd be like, oh, what happened? <laughs> Stressful. He'd be like, where's the wand? And he'd be like, listen, I just need a nap. I do. I, I just do. need a nap. I get to work sometimes and I'm like, okay, let me write this mile long to-do list. Barely make a dent in it, but it's just, I I had to learn, even at work, it's certain things that I feel like, at first I used to want to be buddy-buddy with everybody, mm-hmm. because I felt like that's what you should do as a cup worker, and that's like, that's how you should be in the workforce, uh-uh. even at, like as a teacher. Being naive, like, I never had anything bad happen to me at work, thank God, but... Thank God. As I go through these new positions and different changes in my career, I'm very private when it comes to what I tell people. I'm very private with my social media accounts. Like, I don't post certain things anymore or say certain things. I may say something, you'd be like, all right, go on that line. (laughs) But I've become a new person because of my career, because I want to be on the front lines when it comes to working with children and working with special needs kids, it's a lot of things that I was like, okay, yeah, I can't do this anymore. Let me let that go. Mm-hmm. Let me move on from this because if I keep dwelling on this, it's going to bother me. Like, for example, like, I am very open when it comes to what's going on at work. Like, I like to let people who I'm friends with know what's going on. And I realized, like, I learned it before I said anything. <laughs> like, I can't tell my coworkers what I talk about in confidential meetings. Oh, yeah. I can't tell them, this is the information that I know. Like, you do this, 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 and this. Now, I will tell my friends. I'll be like, hey, you on somebody's radar. I'm going to need you to right. tighten it up. Yeah. Tighten it up. Yeah. But I think they do that at any job. You know, you, you try to give your friends a heads up. But, yeah, you're right. Especially when you're at a different level than, like, your friends. You can't let them know everything. Right. Because then they'll run their mouth and then it's like, oh, where'd you get the information from? Oh, your friend, huh? Mm-hmm. And that could backfire on you. You're like, my core people at work, they know who they are and they know I'll do anything for them. So, that's that on that. Listen, work for me, I can never run away from it. Sometimes I want to let go and throw my phone into the river and just let go and just have no fun. That's why I love being on vacations in other countries <laughs> because my phone don't work and you can't call me for a week. But I, moving on, I've never hesitated on quitting a job that didn't fulfill my spirit or that I, if I felt belittled or if I just hated it, it never took me long to decide, okay, 
I can't. Because what, what I won't do is spend my days miserable somewhere where I spend most of my time. Right. Now, now, you know, working the whole business, this is different. Because I got to pay my bills. And so guess who got to go to work and who got to show up every day? Me. But it, it, it is tough, but it's a new beginning that I'm happy about. I'm happy about the free time that I do have. I'm happy about the flexibility that I do have. I'm happy about the growth that I've seen in myself with work. I just wish more people would work and then I would have to work a little less. But, you know, it's all in God's timing, so I'm giving it up to God and just hoping that he sends me some employees. So if y'all looking for a job, mm-hmm. y'all might want to call me. But when I used to work, like... In a corporate office setting, like, oh my God, I hated it. I hated it. People want to be your friends. But I do have a work friend. Hey, Ari. But other than that, like, um, I hated when people try to be your friend at work and they know you don't like them. Oh. Like, you know I don't like you. Or when they try to get in your relationship. Woo! So we can get over to relationships now. But when people at work ask you about your love life, that's one thing I learned with the workplace is you never tell your coworkers about your love life because what happens these people want updates Mm -hmm. sir ma'am i just wanted to vent on tuesday i don't need you asking me for an update wednesday thursday friday and then on monday how was your weekend did he fix what you want him to fix lady i just had to talk to somebody and you just happen to be in the same cubicle as me okay we are not friends but hey that's something that everyone has to learn. <laughs> and I definitely learned my lesson with that. And I keep work at work and home at home. But relationships. That's the big one. As I said it before, I will cut any and everybody off. These men do not stand a chance. <laughs> right now, my record of cutting a man off is 12 hours because he was a liar. And I caught him in a lie. That's one thing. Do not lie to me. I'm going to catch you because guess what I do? I listen. And stuff don't make sense. I'm going to add it up, subtract the lie, and I'm out of there. Um, moving on from relationships. So, y'all don't know this, but I, over the past year, I've been getting hit with blasts from the past. Whether it's exes, or it's guys that I've just, we just went on dates, or stuff like that. Or guys that have been coming into my life that mimic other guys that I've dated, showing those characteristics. And I honestly see it as God testing me to see, are you ready? Do you really want to meet your husband? Because if you do, I'm finna see, if you, are you done with this one? Are you done with that one? Are you done with this one? Do you still want people like this? Do you still want people like that? And guess what, honey? I have been acing the test. Now, I, I fumbled the bag for like like five months, but that was last year. So we ain't talking about last year. We talking about 2021. And I've been doing a darn good job. New beginnings. It took me a while. I used to tell Derek I'm never going to be in a relationship again. I'm just going to be the rich auntie. I'm still going to be the rich auntie. But I'll be the rich auntie with some kids as well and hopefully a husband. Um, but I am open to being in a relationship now. Like, I guess, I think for me, it was just, it's scary when you get out of something that was so toxic and honestly scary. Like, I literally was scared in my last relationship when it ended. And so it takes, it takes, you have to take that time to yourself and to prepare yourself. So I definitely tell anyone who, you know, you're, you're hauling off love and you don't ever want to be in love again. Don't feel that way. Be open to love. Just take your time, learn yourself. And when you're ready, I don't care. If you meet Mr. Right and you're not ready, it's not the time. Like I said, um, another time I was like, if someone asked me to bury them and I wasn't ready, my grandmother said, you say yes and you wait. But for me, I'm going to say no. 
Like, I'm not ready. And then if that means our relationship ends, I'm okay with that because I have to be ready to give up myself and to say, I'm going to live the rest of my life for us. You're not living your rest of your life for your partner. You're living your rest of life for us. So if I'm not ready to live for us, I'm going to say no. But right now, you know, I'm open to dating and I'm I'm open to being in a relationship again. It's just, it's got to be with my life partner, honey, because I ain't dating no more, you busters. <laughs> All right. Um, so one of our avid listeners, she actually kind of suggested this topic. Yes. Thank you. girl. One of the questions that she wanted to ask when we got to the relationship portion was how long should you date before dating again? And should you be open about dating multiple people or letting them know that they aren't the only one? What is your opinion? Um, so here's my (laughs) on both questions on both of them um when waiting we asked like actually asked this in one of our other podcasts yeah yeah we did but i feel like personally for me i there's no time limit nope when you are ready to date somebody else when you feel like you've done the work you are content with yourself Mm -hmm. you don't need anyone to fill any type of void that's when you should be ready to date again. Because jumping from one relationship to the next, all you're gonna do is bring baggage, unsolved issues, and lots of negative energy into a new situation. So that you keep, you're gonna keep repeating the cycle that you are trying to break. Because you ain't let your, you ain't let your pussy take a break. Ah! <laughs> you took a break let emotionally. Take a break. Like you just hopping around thinking that that's gonna be okay because, oh, I gotta get on top of somebody else for me to feel better. No, you need to make yourself feel better, baby. They sell toys on Amazon. Do what you gotta do. Keep Listen, buy y'all something. <laughs> when it comes to dating multiple people, um, what I don't like about our current dating culture is nobody dates anymore. Right. Y'all talk. And that's 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 replaced the dating phase. We're we're talking. That's what we're doing. I don't no, even no, know no, what no. that means. We talking. I talk to no, a lot no, of people. No, no, no. I talk to my mama. <laughs> if we go be together or work on trying to be together, no, baby, we going on dates. I want to see you how you talk to waitresses and waiters. Yes. I want to see if you gonna be. Um, Are you gonna tip? <laughs> Listen. Cause some of these. Trolls, I don't go out with people who don't tip. Maybe uh-uh. five dollars ain't gonna cut it every time. No, it's not. Like, people want to see if you go hold the door open for them. People want to see, do you have manners? People are wanting to see these different qualities. And people think, oh, she just want to spend my money or he just want to spend my money. That's not what dating is for. Because, one, if you initiate the date, then, hey, hey that's you. You need to pay. I Because I could have stayed my black ass at home. So could But don't introduce someone to a vibe that you can't maintain. Say it again, say it again, say it again. that's why people date. You cannot. Say you go be about something, introduce this person to this vibe. Mm. And then when they say, you're who I want to be with, switch it up on them. That's why people switch want to date. Talking ain't shit. We can talk on the phone. We're not talking. If I don't like you, we are not talking on the phone because I'm going to get off. Please don't talk to me. Cause... Do not. Call- and I hate tech. If I don't like you, I'm not talking to you. I'm not texting you. I'm not emailing you. I don't even want to see you. And I'm going to tell you this is over. I'm good. Like, I wanted to see people when I was dating, like. And then I also feel like, you know, I'm kind of biased on a lot of this stuff because when I met Moses, I was actually in a relationship with somebody mm, else. Scandalous! 
But I feel like, I mean, I've talked about that other person on here before, and no means am I trying to justify anything that I did because I was wrong. But. Dead wrong. But when you have somebody who's checked out their relationship and only wants to be with you when it's beneficial to them, and then you feel the same way as well, you don't know how to walk away, you do other, yeah, messy yeah. shit. Mm-hmm. But for me, when it comes to letting go, I feel like once you get to that point where you know, hey, this, this ain't it. This is not working no matter how hard I try. Yeah. You have to have that conversation with yourself yourself, and the other person and say, yeah, I probably, you probably need to let this go. Yeah. Because not only are you going to end up resenting the person, you're going to start ending, like, you know, you're going to start messing up. Whether mm. it's you trying to entertain other people, whether it's you feeling bad about yourself for the things that you're going through, it's going to be a lot of negativity that comes from not letting somebody go when it's time for you to let them go. Whether you're scared of something new or whatever the case may be, because that's a lot of times is what it is. You're scared of losing that routine. You probably ain't going to miss yeah. the person. You're going to miss that routine. It's you're going to miss sure. having someone to talk to all day. Yeah. You're going to miss... And you don't want to start over, too. That's another fear of why people stay. They just be like, well, I know this person. I don't want to start over and have to learn somebody new. You know this person, but you're miserable. Listen. Or, or people be like, um, I, I've, I've, I've um, trained this person so well. I don't want somebody else to get what I got. You know, like, like I remember this person I know. She said, I'm not letting him leave me after all this work I did. I was like, ooh, girl. All the work you you're did? setting yourself up for failure. And you're going to be miserable? And I think I'm the, not going to be miserable for nobody. The biggest lesson people need to understand is people are going to change because they want to change for you. Mm-hmm. Now, you, you may have did change. all this work and all of this, and this relationship still may not last because that's not who you're meant to be with. Okay. Yeah, you're probably going to be upset that you create this person to be the Mrs. Right or the Mr. Right for the next person. That means they were never for you. That just means you you served their, your purpose in their life. And they taught you a lesson too. And that lesson should have been value yourself. So should have. And I just feel like a lot of times people have a hard time with that moving forward and moving on piece. And they still want to hold on to that little bit of the past and feel like, okay, I still got it. If nobody else got me, this person got me. Mm, no. Right. They only want you for one reason and that's it. And very true. It's just, you know, like I tell Aaliyah all the time if I ever get divorced, baby, I am not doing it again. He say that. He say that, but he don't know what he gonna do. And then Aaliyah even say, well, not Aaliyah. Moses would even say, well, okay, if we break up, I'm still going to be in the picture. I ain't going yep. He said, I'm coming to all the family events. Popping up. So, Nobody's well. getting rid of me. Everybody's going to speak to me. And if you, he said, he, he even tells him, you can be with somebody else. I'm still going to be there. It don't <laughs> matter. And I'm going to speak. I'm like, oh, wow, this is a dangerous situation. So, listen. <laughs> listen, I'm just sitting here like, look, can y'all stay together? Because, listen... I don't have time to be trying to hold people back from anything because I'm going to just let them do it. And Jesus if There's ever, ever an unforeseen reason that we do. 
y'all. Just stay away from me because he might beat y'all up. Period. I'm telling you. He, he's single, but not for real. He's just single on paper. That man ain't single in real life. They probably just be together forever and just never get remarried. That's, 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 if I see anything, that's it. They'll just never be married again, but they're going to be together. So it don't even, just, just don't even, honey. Right, but family you is see slow. A little white, white camera drive by. Dunk. It ain't gonna be driving slow either. Don't think he gonna sneak. He not gonna sneak. He gonna surprise you. Okay. Gonna it's gonna be gang, gang. Da, 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 da. That's what it's gonna be. <laughs> and I'm gonna be sitting there drinking my lemonade like mm, I told you not to stay with there. And you thought, and you thought I didn't like you. I was trying to save your life. But with family, it's hard. Yes. Family is so much harder. Like all those other relationships for me, friendships, romantic relationships, and work relationships, all of those are, it's becoming easier for me to, you know, let go, move on, and start a new beginning. But with family, it's worse because I never expect for family to hurt me like this. And, you know, most of this stuff comes from our childhood. Some stuff does come in your adulthood. And it's just like you would expect your family to hold you dear because you can't get rid of them. Like, you can cut your family off, but they're still your family. Like, at the end of the day, y'all are still related is what I mean. I mean, you can get rid of them. You just go go to jail. I mean, and so on this podcast, we do not condone violence no matter how many times Mr. Ray keeps trying to bring it onto the podcast. Choose violence. Oh, Lord. I know that's his theme of 2021. Every day. But <laughs> for me, it's, I'm, I'm uh, because I've, you know, been on my journey with Christ, I'm learning that Christ really is making me have to let go of certain childhood pains and to make, and I have to work through them with him because what he's showing me is sometimes you're not going to get the apology that you want and you have to be okay with not getting, even that's for anybody, but right now I'm talking about family. You're not going to always get the apology that you want. You're always not, you're not going to always get the accountability that you're looking for. Mm -hmm. And so I've had to accept that. And just work through it with Christ and just allow myself to build my own boundary with that family member so that way that doesn't, ha I don't allow it to happen again. But then if it does, I'm leaning on God to show me how to address it because now I'm not a little girl anymore. I'm a grown ass woman. Moving on is so hard for me with family too because, like I said, I've been, as I'm getting older, I'm learning to hold grudges, unfortunately. And for some family members, it's like I let it go. But I'm still don't like you. And so I feel like at the same time, I haven't really moved on. Because with friends or with romantic relationships, if I don't like you, I just never have to talk to you again. But family, I got to see you on Christmas. I got to see you on holidays, other holidays. And I'm just like, ugh. In the new beginnings, whew, child, listen. Clearly, God really wants me to make a new beginnings with this one family member. Because this is probably the third time that this has come to my attention this week. And so I think I'm going to have to be intentional about forgiving one of these family members that really, 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 really hurt me and my mom to my core. And I think I'm going to really have to do the work and physically let them know that what you did hurt my feelings. But I have to let go of the hard feelings that I have towards you because it's not helping me. And you want to do with those feelings before you start having kids. So that's yeah. really my main thing is I don't want to take any bad energy into my motherhood that is like childhood trauma or just trauma period I want to try to deal with it as much as I can now things are going to pop up because as humans you suppress the things that hurt you the most just today I was talking to this girl about like some stuff that happened back in my army days 
and I had forgotten certain stuff. And so she was reminding me, she was like, you remember when this happened? And I was like, whoa, I totally forgot about that memory altogether. And, you know, you just want to make sure that you have things in place and that you've dealt with at least the core of certain family traumas because it's okay to have new beginnings with your family members. And it's okay to move on as well. Yes. I know for me, one of the hardest things I had to deal with with family was letting go. Mm. Um, the moving on and was easy. Mm-hmm. It was that letting go piece. Right. And I've always been candid about my relationship with my dad, so I'm not, <laughs> I don't mind talking about it again. Mm-hmm. But um, I just felt like for a long time, a really long time, I felt like there was nothing that I could do or he could do to ever fix our relationship. Mm. I just, how I felt about him was how I felt about him, and that was that. Yeah. And you couldn't tell me anything good because I had something negative to say. Mm-hmm. You couldn't show me anything good because I had something negative to show you. Mm. And so I feel like I carried that with me for such a long time. A really long time. And I don't know when it started. Um, the first time you broke your heart. That's usually, that's what I would say the first time. I mean, like, I've always been very funny acting when it came to my dad. Like, even my mama tell me, like, for a long time, I never called him dad. I called him, uh, <laughs> Pierre. Because <laughs> his name was LaPierre, and I used to call him Pierre. Oh, or wow. Pete. And that was when I was little. Yeah. And then, of course, I started calling him dad as I got older, but, yeah. um, we just, when you're two different people, mm-hmm. and I think it took me, my brother coming, when I found out I was going to have a little brother, it took me saying, okay, you know what, let it go, because you got somebody else that's coming, and this person is going to be looking up to you, Yeah. and regardless of how you feel about a situation... Why are you still holding on to it? What are you going to gain from? Nothing. And for the longest time, I was even scared to, like, even want to be a parent because I didn't want to be like my dad. <sighs> I didn't want to be like his dad who wasn't there. And I didn't want to be like his stepdad who I found out as an adult would abuse him. So <sighs> when I got older and I had those conversations with my dad mm-hmm. and he told me, he was like, you know, I felt like I was doing a good job. I felt mm. like ain't I that was funny doing when they thought best. they were doing, the, but it's it is their best, their version of the best. It's their version of the best. But then I also had to point it out to him. I'm like, you know, and I understand and I respect you for saying that you tried and you did your best, but how you treated me and how you treated my sister were completely different. Mm. And there were times where he even said that my sister was his favorite. And I think that's when I oh. really said, mm, okay, whatever, forget you. And yeah. Then as I got older, that moving on piece came and that thinking of new beginnings because when he opened up to me, like, his dad passed away last year mm-hmm. over the summer. He didn't go see his dad. And I told him, I said, Dad, I really think you should go see him. He was like, well, I don't want to talk about the past. I, I want to move on. And that was my key to me. Like, if he can move on 
from somebody that was never there in 40-something years, mm-hmm. then I can move on from a situation because there's no point in me holding on to it. Yeah. Like, I can't go back in time and change it. That's true. And so I feel like from that moment, like, we kind of start talking more about his childhood and his upbringing. Like, I never knew his stepdad would be him. I didn't know that. And he was like, that's why I was always afraid to discipline y'all. Because I didn't know if I was going to ever cross that line. I was scared to spank y'all because what if I had that in me and I kept going? That's what my mom said. That's what my mom said that my stepdad gave the whoopings because she felt like if she ever started, she wouldn't be able to stop. And I was like, oh yeah, because you kind of crazy, baby. You're crazy. <laughs> and so... I don't know. My both of my, my parents are very different. Yeah. And how they act. <laughs> and so it just took a lot of growth. It took a lot of maturity on my part. And you know, just letting go. Like I, I don't think I've had an issue with anybody else in my family. Okay. After that. Like I mean of course you have those family members that you don't like. That's every Hello. family. <laughs> like you be like, mm, I see you, you see me, you stay over there and I'll stay in my place. Period. Like, don't come across this line, you might get hit. Mm-hmm. But I just, you know, a lot of relationships that, like, your family starts everything. They pretty do. much. It determines they teach you how, how to treat people. Yeah, it determines how you react to a lot of things yes, in it life. Does. And I now, like, I can catch myself. When I'm leaning a little bit too far to the left, I'm like, mm-mm. Get yourself back in order. You better catch that because you're talking negative. You're talking irrational. Like, get it back together because that ain't it. Because what are you yeah. going to gain from that? That happened to me once. Um, and I know we're closing up soon. But that happened to me in my last relationship. No, two relationships ago. Um, all the women in my family are strong. They're all strong, independent women. They're married, of course. Oh, they're married. But they're all strong type A women. And so they raised me and my sister to be strong type A women, to never need a man for anything, always be independent, always have anything for yourself because a man can take anything and walk away. And so when you learn that, when you get into relationships, you take that and you start being the head of the house and you don't leave room for another person. I remember one time I was having a conversation with um, my ex and I was talking down to him and I heard myself and I was like, oh, you sound like your mom. And that was probably a scary moment for me because for him, he was what I was saying was right, but it was the way that I was saying it that was wrong. And that was my moment to be like, oh, you know, exactly. Like, I, I guess, like, oh, I sound like my mom. I was like, oh, I don't want to be that. I don't want to emasculate my man. My man and, uh, or is it, is it emasculate or emasculate him? I think it's emasculate. Whichever word. I didn't want to do that to him because I felt like, that's disrespectful. Even if what he's doing is the incorrect way or is not what I want him to do, then um, okay, I was right, masculine. Then I don't, I don't want to do that because then I'm beating him up, and now I'm never making room for him to be a man. Now I'm not gonna let anyone run over me, but it's not okay for me to run over somebody else either, just because I might be right. So you're, I definitely agree with you that your parents and your family teach you how to deal with things and how to react, and you, you do what you see. That's, that's any humans, you do what you see. So that's why I'm just so cognizant of how I act to people, how I treat people, because 
these are the habits that my children are going to see. Because you can tell your children, don't do what I do, do as I say. But they're going to do as you do. Because they see you. So you got to walk the walk, talk the talk. And you got to be that example. And you have to show, I think the biggest thing I want my kids to know is it's okay to forgive people. And you don't have to let them back in your life in the same way. Because that's the biggest thing I'm learning. is like, it's okay, I can forgive you. But I never have to speak to you again. And that's okay. And I don't have to I don't have to leave room in my heart for you. Like I don't. I don't owe you that. You had your chance. Our relationship didn't work out, whatever kind of relationship it was, and that's okay. I don't have to give you a another chance in my life in that same way. But we also don't have to be enemies at all. Cause life is too short to walk around here with enemies, okay? Because you never know when you're gonna need somebody, but it's okay to walk away from people who are not giving you any positivity or if they are a disservice in your life because I really do believe that some people are in your life just for a season. Everybody's not here for a lifetime. I mean, I'm here in Ladarius' life for a lifetime, so please don't get that twisted. But, you know, the rest mm-hmm. of y'all, y'all might be here for a season. No, I'm just playing, but do you have anything you want to say before we wrap it up? That's it for me. Well, we thank y'all for listening to Sincerely Lee and Ray, the Letting Go, Moving On, and New Beginnings. I this really the like for me. Listen, <laughs> if y'all would, I think we've even grown while even doing the podcast. Like, if I'm looking at a first episode to now, I feel like we've grown. It's only been a couple of months. Yes. I think so. So, thank y'all for listening. Make sure y'all share, like, and rate us because the more that y'all rate us, the more that we're going to pop up at the top of the podcast that are listed. So keep on rating us. If you like it, love it. Let us know how you feel. If you have any topics, let us know on our Instagram at Sincerely and Rain. Boy. <laughs>